Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Today is our special guest day, where we will hear from a friend of the ministry who will share their insight and stories on truth in this chaotic world. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, everybody. This is uh, Guest Thursday, and this is uh, part two of uh, John and Michelle uh, Santaferraro uh, from uh, Italy, Tuscany. Uh, they're in their beautiful uh, location there uh, through a series of amazing works of God that is in, right, and we're seeing it, we're actually right in the beginning of more of it, so we're going to talk about that, uh, where they're going to uh, do ministry actually with Living Waters over there on an international basis, and basically be the catalyst for God's big time work in Europe. Um, right, and God's already opening that just wide up. It's amazing to see what's going on. And right? guess and guess what, by the way, uh, John and Michelle, um, uh, we had dinner with uh, Heath and Rebecca, uh, and he <laughs> he had a he had a big time dream uh, about ministry in Iceland and Europe, and that he's supposed to pay attention. Uh, and get ready, get ready, and don't, 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 don't do it, do, do, do not go do it yourself, but I'm about ready, and it's time, let's go, you know, and so, and we talked about uh, connectivity between that and Italy, and back and forth, and he was very excited about that, um, of being able to come over, and you go over there, and uh, it's going to be, you know, quite amazing, so it's, it's happening, and God's reinforcing, by the way, hey, I got a whole nother group of people ready to go. So, you know, you guys can be encouraged by that. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, we just got back from, uh, from North Africa, from a country there, and discovered that there's, uh, there's communities of people down there that are ready uh, to, to receive the abiding yep. for their marriages. And, and we will likely do two abiding retreats in the fall down in North Africa. Wow. Wow, that's beautiful. So it, there, there's, there's enough people sort of gathering around the momentum mm -hmm. that's been created by a couple that we mentor down there. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, so that's, yeah, there, stuff is springing up all over the place. Yep, yep. We, uh, one thing we've always talked about is that uh, uh, God's got people lining up around the block ready to, <laughs> ready to receive it. And they have to understand the covenant, which we want to talk about a little bit. So you, last time you shared about... Uh, you came to Christ, got married, uh, had some you know issues, both financially, kind of everything you said, John, just kind of collapsed on you. Um, and then you learned abiding and learned to hear God's voice. Uh, and briefly, um, as you were learning that, talk about how beautiful that grows in your ability to hear his voice, which then will translate into you know this uh, kind of this desires of your heart and covenant and things that you've heard. But it's all based upon your walk with God. So talk a little bit about how that developed and why that is such a beautiful place to live. <clears throat> yeah, I think for you know for me, at the time we first heard about abiding and receiving Rhema from God, I was in a place personally where I didn't believe that God could speak or that He would speak. Right. Right. Uh, so it was. Uh, and my middle name is Thomas, so I was pretty skeptical about the whole thing. <laughs> 
Um, I think what helped me, and, and you know, God is always so gentle with us and meets us right where we're at. Mm-hmm. Um, what helped me was this idea that, that, first of all, God could speak to me in his word. Mm-hmm. And that he could breathe life into a passage of scripture that I was looking at. And right. that that would come alive to me. And it would be relevant and it would be personal. Uh, and, you know, then it made sense to me to begin to explore area, other areas of, of God's speaking voice. But I, I just love God always meets us where, like right where we're at. Whatever we got, mm-hmm. um, whatever we believe, he just starts on day one and, mm-hmm. and he just grows us from that point forward. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because you said that because we didn't believe that God really spoke and specifically spoke to our current situation where we are like he had an answer and a path forward until really and you said it the other week you said it we didn't believe God spoke until his voice became our only hope (laughs) and it was that's so true because we needed we needed to know we had flailed long enough right we really did know and need his direction and I know you know again you got so many voices we didn't just want advice and what other people thought would be our best route forward. And so really hearing from the God of heaven mm. about what we needed and for him to speak that kind of hope, that was really transformational. That really was That's beautiful. Beautiful. Yep. So for, so for me, when I, uh, I was kind of the remedial guy, I think I, I went to five or six abiding retreats before I actually really entered into abiding. Um, and I, I kind of played it, but I, I knew something was there. I, in the meantime, I, I invited everybody that I knew uh, <laughs> in heaven and earth, right, and invited them to come to the retreats. And so yeah. we were bringing, you know, people to the retreats. And but um, finally, one time we were at a retreat, and um, Rich said to me, you know, why don't you know you've been trying this for a long time? Why don't you just pick a verse? that stood out to you from this retreat and go home and try it out. <laughs> and I thought, okay, well, I can, I, can, I can do that. And so it was Psalm 37, 4 that stood out to me, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. And so I went home and I, I started studying it and I looked up the word delight and the word delight I thought would be like woohoo celebration. And I like that. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm the... I'm the woo guy, I, you know, I like to have parties and celebrate. Um, but it turned out it, it means, you know, very delicate, intimate moments mm-hmm. uh, that you have with someone or that honestly, or that you have with food. When you take oh, that, that bite of Bistecca Fiorentina, you know, and you just you close your eyes and you just, you just enjoy all, and savor it with a, a taste of Brunello di Montalcino wine, you know, that, is, that was delight. Okay, so okay, so so wait, wait, now wait a minute. This is super important. Uh, what exactly are you eating when uh, you just said that? So we we got to know. So it's uh, the bistecca fiorentina is a one and three quarter inch thick uh, porterhouse steak. Yes. Ah. That they grill and Brunello di Montalcino is one of the best uh, wines in all of Italy. And so when you put those two combinations together, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a whole party in your mouth. And it, that's delight. It is delight, so, yeah. So when we come to visit you, we would like to delight with you. Uh, you okay. will. Oh, <laughs> for yeah. sure. You will absolutely delight. Yeah. For sure. John and I, uh, 
you know, when we were over there uh, and everybody was out, you know, they wanted to shop and stuff. John and I wanted to go to, go to a vineyard. And so we uh, got got sent by this, uh, you know, store and said, well, go see this lady, you know. So we go and um, it's a brand new vineyard that the Pope gave her dad. And she's wow. she's the vine dresser. And she's just starting at Brunello. Um, and she was what, John, what was that? Like maybe the third or fourth year in the barrel? Where, where yeah. what? Yeah. yeah they, were, they hadn't even bottled it yet. And she says, well, here, let's go out and I'll give you a sample. <laughs> you know, and so John and I got the sample. And John, you know, because he's a connoisseur and is like, uh, can you give me a couple bottles of that right now? <laughs> it was fantastic. It was over the top spectacular, you know, that, uh, you know, John uh, really knows uh John knows how to eat well and knows how to delight in, in the really, really fine, uh, particularly Italian wine. So, uh, so as you were learning that about delight, what, what did that lead you to? So the, the, the kind of intimacy that was described is what I wanted for our marriage, is what had been missing for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I read it, I thought, you know, God, are you, are you telling me that, that, that this thing that I want with my wife, I can actually experience with you? Mm. Mm-hmm. And I felt like God said, yes, yes. And I began to just explore and have these really beautiful, intimate times with God each morning as he was now teaching me what was in that passage. And I thought, hey, you know, there's life here. This, this, there could be something to this. So I kept going. And so I thought, well, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So I looked up the word desire and the Hebrew word is mishalah. And I call Michelle Mishy. Yep. And so I just I just started crying. Oh man. I said, God, are you telling me that if I delight myself in you, that you will give me the Mishy of my desires, <laughs> the Mishala yeah. of my dreams? Yeah. And I, God said, Yes, absolutely. Do yes, that's it. Mm-hmm. And so that's we so cool. um, we came back to you. I was excited, and yeah. so we came back to you and told you about it. And and I was like, okay, so what do, what do we do now? <laughs> Let's start making this happen. That's it. That's it. <laughs> you told us to go separately and write down the desire of oh. our heart for okay. marriage. But wait, oh, there's part part of what the rest of the verse unpacks. Yes. It's, okay. Yes. He's got it. He knows. So uh, so we went separately, wrote down the desires of our heart for our marriage. And in fact, we we asked God to show us the desire of our heart for our marriage. We didn't even know what we desired. Yeah. And you encouraged us, just trust that he'll do it and write down what comes to your mind. And we ended up with 13 desires of our heart for an outstanding, exceptional, wonderful, beautiful marriage. The best of the best. The best and none better, as you say, Rich. Yeah. Um, and uh, so got, again, I got all excited about that and thought, okay, you know, I'm, I'm a entrepreneur kind of guy, a leader. It's like, we got to make this happen now. <laughs> Let's put a plan in motion. <laughs> so I, I, I called you again, Rich, and, and said, that, you know, what, what are we supposed to do? And, you know, how are we going to make this happen? And uh, he's, you're like, you said to me, it's like, well, if you're abiding in Psalm 37, 4, maybe you should look at the next verse. <laughs> And so I actually read it to you. It says, commit your way to the Lord, trust also in him, and he will do it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you got to be kidding me, Rich. You, you mean to tell me that we're not supposed to do anything? Yeah. yeah. Well, we got we to gotta figure this out. We, and, you're, and you told me, no, 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 don't. 
you said once a month, pull out the list, pray through it, and rehearse the things and anything that God has done in that month uh, that is is bringing these uh, desires of your heart to fruition. And so we did that in every month. There'd be something that was done, just little things that we would see or changes made, yeah. Within Mm -hmm. 18 months, God had done something big in every one of the 13 desires of our heart for our marriage. And today, every single one of them is literally alive in our marriage and thriving mm. and and powerful, but we had to wait on him to do it. And one of the things that we even beautiful. mentioned that's still in play, many of them are still in play, but sure. we wanted to be innkeepers um, together. <laughs> together. So mm-hmm. very yeah. interesting as things unfold in our future around just hosting people and being able to, to have them in our, in our setting. And you've been hosting here in Italy now, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah we've... Uh, We've been doing retreats here in Italy now for five years and four since we arrived full time here. Yeah. In the um, one of the promises that you know that you had, or one of the uh, desires you had, was um, uh, you know doing doing uh, hospitality and uh, ministry in in Italy. Um, and you had a pretty big, big thought about that in terms of what that looked like, I know, because it wasn't just, yeah, we could go over there periodically. It was really something way, way bigger than that. And and then I remember we went to the, uh, uh, I think it was Lake Como retreat where the, we went into the covenant um, in a big way. And God kind of connected a dot for you, both with the desire and what I'm up to and then the covenant. Talk about how that came together and then we can uh, get into your what you are doing in there in Italy because God's fulfilling the desire, <laughs> desire of your heart. By the way, it's his, his kingdom purpose, which is really cool. But Yeah, <clears throat> yeah so the, I mean, the, we were uh, very impacted by the covenant teaching, the idea that we are blessed to be a blessing yeah. mm-hmm. from Genesis chapter 12 and really also struggled with the idea that God wanted us to have an exceptional life mm-hmm. and that he wanted to bless us. Um, and actually the struggle I think for me was not even that he wanted to bless, because that's who he is and I understood that, but he wanted to bless me personally. Yeah. And that he was going to bless me. Mm-hmm. That was even more difficult for me to get. Um, mm-hmm. but as we processed through the covenant life and learned all about it, um, when I got home, um, that became my abiding. And I spent uh, I spent the next several months going through all of the covenant stuff. And I, I don't know if you know this, Rich, but I've got, in my version of the covenant has 163 pages of notes. Oh, wow. <laughs> because I, I was a, you know, that became my abiding when I came back from the covenant. And God, as I was going through it, God just kept reinforcing all of the parts of the covenant that that mm-hmm. we are, his that I well not even we that I am His treasure, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. His 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 treasured possession. That um, His desire is to lead me to tov to to what is good to the best and none better. Um, that that includes, you know, all of the blessings of Deuteronomy 28, including. Mm-hmm provision and protection and prosperity and the blessings coming after me and pursuing me um, and and through that through that abiding 
um, I became fully persuaded mm. that not only that God was able to bless me abundantly, uh, but that he wanted to and that he was going to bless me. Wow. That it was a that it was a promise that I was supposed to receive, and my dream had been uh, for years. When God restored our marriage, we knew we had to give it away. It was so the stuff we had learned about abiding was so good. We knew we had to give it away, and so we had been doing marriage retreats in the U.S. But my dream was to to have uh, a vineyard and an olive grove and a villa in Tuscany and to be able to do retreats for Italian couples here in Italy. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. So that's what uh, that's what we're pursuing now. Yeah. Yeah. And so talk about um, as God's you know pulling that together. And again, uh, you've understood and it's true is that uh, God says, I'll I have the path. You just got to walk with walk with me. Mm-hmm. And the path is covenant. You know, I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing and it's joining his bigger story. and you started to get some thought about Italy and it wasn't just visiting Italy. It was really having what you described there is a villa of uh, a land, a retreat place living there. Uh, talk about how that actually came together. And then on top of it, your opportunity for you personally to become a citizen. Yeah. 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 So uh, where to start? Yeah. I don't You're better. I, I, I would say, if you want succinct. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, yeah. for, for me, um, being Italian, I had had a desire to do ministry and had done ministry here in Italy since about 2001. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was on my heart. And back in the early days, I had done ministry with Gaetano Sottile and Italy for Christ. And we worked primarily with influencers here in the country, um, reaching them and unleashing them to be able to use their time, talent, and treasure to build the kingdom of God. Uh, So Italy had been on my heart for a long time, and it was actually all the way back in around 2007 when I had this this dream, and I heard from God that I was supposed to write write it out, like write it out and write out a plan of what it would look like to have that in Italy. Well, that was, my goodness, that was... uh, (laughs) That was more than 15 years ago, right? And so, so during that time, mm-hmm. we struggled. God restored our marriage. We began to give it away, and God revived that dream to come to Italy. So, and even gave me my own personal invitation because I think Italy was on John's heart, mm-hmm. but it, at first I had no interest. I was like, mm-hmm. "You just go do that thing. Go do that thing. <laughs> bring yours. me along yeah. sometimes so that I can, you know, enjoy all the fruit that you know is part of Italy." But I just didn't have the same heart mm-hmm. until God invited me personally as well to also be part. I think that's important as well because it wasn't yes. just John's dream. God invited me. I heard very clearly that call, and mm-hmm. then it was we. God brought us together in that. So. You want to tell the story? Yeah, I was just, I was at a church service in a small uh, town in uh, in the middle of nowhere, near Fair Play, Colorado. Yep. And there's only 40 people in the church, and they had a missionary come that day that only spoke for maybe seven or ten minutes before the main pastor got up. Mm-hmm. And he's from a small tribe. I don't even remember. He, he was from Papua New Guinea. He was the grandson of the chief of the tribe who ate the first missionaries who went to Papua New Guinea. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. 
So he's sharing the story, and one of my grandkids is there, um, and I'm trying to, he starts to talk about cannibalism, and then I'm like, oh, you know, I'm going to have to explain that later to my grandson. <laughs> and then, um, but he said this one statement that this was my, I heard it as my invitation. He said, if we are not willing to go, we have forgotten who God is. Oh. And I just, that was what God used to just cut me to the heart. And just, I heard his invitation in that statement, and um, I was just crying. And I remember even my grandson looked at me, and he's like, I go, he goes, are you crying happy or sad? And I said, no, I, I think I'm, I think God's asking me to go to Italy. And he goes, well, you have to go. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I know that, I know that you were... You were having wondering about that, and uh, but your heart was well. What do you got to say about that? And God said it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so with both of us on the same page, we began to pursue ministry here, um, traveling here first once a year mm -hmm. to do a retreat, and then yeah. before COVID hit, we were three months in Colorado and three months here doing retreats. Yeah, yeah. and so kind of splitting our time. And we began to look for a property and we we did a similar thing to the desires of our heart uh, you encouraged us well what what are the desires of your heart for a place in Italy mm -hmm. so we described this grand beautiful place mm -hmm. and also ask God reveal you know in the process reveal anything that you have mm -hmm. for the property as well and so along with the vineyard and the, the olive grove all olive oil production all of that God Kind of revealed to us that we were supposed to find a place that was already blessed by him mm. which is not easy there are not no. many properties <laughs> in italy where there's less than one percent evangelical christians uh, those they don't exist mm. our friend gaetano introduced us to the saracino family here in uh, monsumano terme so the after after como we actually went to florence and spent a month in Florence praying through the city, asking God, what do you have for us here? And God led us here to Monsumano Terme to meet the owners of the property for the first time. And we were blown away because they start, they began describing us uh, to us all of the miracles that had transpired on this property over the last 34 years. Mm -hmm. And a prophetic word they got, somebody had visited five years previous to when we had come and it was uh, two, two gentlemen from Milan, and one, one guy from Milan says, you know, someday there's going to be a couple that comes that will show us the real Jesus. Mm. Wow. So that was like, that was really amazing. <laughs> like, so they shared that with us. I mean, it's just like so many things undeniable between the miracles on the property, prophetic words over you, the property. You guys have had prophetic word, many, many prophetic words over this property and over the ministry along the way that have continued to encourage you, I know. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, and, and the, the miracles were amazing. You know, a woman who was walking through the olive groves and saw Jesus and was immediately healed of a tumor that was in her stomach. Yeah. Like it literally, it disappeared and she yeah. was healed. Um, two pastors that came for a weekend and they didn't show up for dinner and they went and found them basically face down on the ground confessing their sins mm -hmm. um, just crying out to God because they had met him 
on the property, an, an unbelieving businessman that came to write a business plan and with nobody sharing the gospel with him, basically came and said, you know, I've, I've given my life to Jesus. <laughs> wow. And, and these are stories back, that have taken that, came place. came back with his daughter. Yeah. yeah. This, these are stories that have taken place directly on the property that God has led you to at this point, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So we, we first arrived here back in, uh, uh, you know, back in, in several years ago yeah. and started hearing all of these stories. I had a dream. The first night that I slept in the property, we spent a night with them here. Yeah. And in the dream, I saw uh, all of these people, couples coming in tattered wedding clothes. Mm -hmm. And they were they were leaving in beautiful brand new wedding clothes. And so uh, for us, I, it's like, well, that makes perfect sense. That's what we do. That's what God does through the abiding ministry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I shared this with them the next the next morning at breakfast. And Sylvia, the owner of the property, said, well, that's a, that is the exact dream that I had when I first arrived on the property. Wow. And wow. she described it uh, in the with the same details. Yeah, the tattered clothing and then getting these. Mm. And for them, it was a, a, a confirmation uh, for them as well that they, they wanted us to have this property. And we mm -hmm. and God, through a number of different things, confirmed that this is the property for us as well. Uh, we just don't, um, you know, we don't have any funds or means of doing, of <laughs> buying a property or building a retreat yeah. center. Mm -hmm. so. We don't know how yet. The how and the when is coming. So, But yeah. he's got you how there. The so when. how are you living on the property right now then? You are we're renting, renting, we're renting the property. We a, and, okay. Well, and that's the first miracle because um, she really wanted us to buy the property. They, they right. need to sell it. She needs the income. And uh, Johnny, her husband, um, went to be with the Lord uh, a little over a year ago now. So she's alone. They needed to sell it before. They really needed to sell it now. Um, when we came here back in September, we, you know, we we thought maybe we could make arrangements to be able to buy it. We had to come back and tell her we don't have the funds. Uh, we can't do it. And so she came to us. We had a sense that we were supposed to ask her, can we rent it? Mm -hmm. And we were waiting, asking God, well, when do we ask her? When's the right time? And while we were waiting, she came to us and said, would you be willing to rent the property? Yeah. <laughs> wow, I love that. Mm -hmm. And so seven months ago, we moved into the property. We're renting it. Uh, and uh, God is about the business of figuring out how this is going to become a kingdom property. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And then uh, uh, just talk briefly, we're getting toward the end of our time, but um, typically uh, you have to go and go and keep leaving uh, because of you're an American citizen and you can't really stay there permanently. But what happened that you're able to actually kind of actually rent for a period of time now longer than this, this typical pattern? Right. So um, my grandfather... Uh, is of Italian origin and my, my grandfather on my father's side, they went to the United States in 1903. And so when I arrived here um, seven months ago, I was able to begin the process of pursuing dual Italian citizenship. Yeah. Which when I went in and applied, uh, first my application had to be accepted by the local community. They could say, no, we're not gonna do it. They mm -hmm. accepted it. And from that moment, I was given permission to stay. Mm -hmm. 
uh, here in Italy and pursue my citizenship. Yep. Yep. And, and you that's currently, by the way, it's currently blocked right now. The the comune here is has has stopped the processing. They want me to provide some more proof that's very difficult to get. Uh, so the whole thing is is on pause and Mishi um, probably only has another month or so of permission to stay yeah. and then we'll have to leave the country but we believe God's invited us here to stay mm -hmm. yeah I, I, I have a verse about the whole process that gave you a verse he will still the tumult of the peoples he will quiet the tumult of the peoples and that's what I'm standing in for his citizenship mm. So this, this story is in process. We're staying in faith that God yeah. is going to provide mm -hmm. the citizenship. He's going to provide the property. Mm -hmm. uh, and there, the story, there's lots more to the story, but yeah. uh, um, maybe you can save that for another time. Yeah, we'd love to have you back. Well, let's pray right now. Father, we pray just first of all to um, uh, unlock that block uh, that's causing the, the stopping of the process. We do pray that there would be favor. Uh, fulfill what you've spoken about uh, being able to stay there longer and not have disruption. Uh, we also pray for the funds uh, that you are going to provide because if you've spoken it, that means you have the other side of it. And uh, I pray that you give us all the faith because uh, you're the, the author and the finisher of faith to, to believe this, to see it happen. And uh, just as their restored marriage, just as their place even there, uh, the story is going to unfold and that uh, they may they have great joy walking with you day by day by day and celebrate uh, all that you've done and are doing uh, in the covenant life to bless them, to make them a blessing. And so we lift that up. We're excited about your supernatural work that's going to have to fulfill what you say. And we lift it up and praise you now in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Uh, well, we're very excited. Thank you for sharing uh, a little bit that we'll, uh, we'd love to have you back. Actually, we'll try to reschedule it. Uh, soon to have you back and continue because you got more to I know you got more to, to so get it good stories get inside <laughs> into the detail just of, of even how it's all working there and uh, uh, it's really remarkable and we're just praising you we're excited uh, to come over ourselves, and I know Kathy and Dan are looking to come over and uh, it's going to be a great place of, of just of a fountain of life that God's going to do because because you're faithful and uh, and I think by the way one thing you said that I'd like to highlight is that um, you were faithful many years ago just by doing a retreat mm -hmm. um, and then another one. And it wasn't, this is important for all of us as we're stepping into the fullness of God's will. It's not leaping into a big deal. Uh, it's just, here's, here's my mission. Here's my call. We'll just be faithful. I'll get you there. Don't worry. And he who is faithful in small things are given greater things. And you guys, uh, right now, I know God is, is uh, smiling and saying, well done good and faithful servant, uh, stay with me, enter in my, into my joy and I'll give you more and he's about ready to give you more. So, right. uh, And if I can just add, if you don't mind, um, anyone who's listening, if there's somebody listening today who feels God tugging on their heart to support what's going on in Italy for yep. this ministry, go to afjministry.com AFJ and we do have a link for donating to the ministry and you can put in there an international note and in the byline. Um, because God is doing amazing work over there. And if you feel led to partner with them, um, I know they would welcome your partnership. Yeah, or you can e email us and connect us, and we'll be happy to talk yeah. more about it. So, and uh, John's been developing some uh, visionary uh, 
just information to help explain uh, to people what it what it's all about. And it's very exciting to be part of it. So yeah, may you guys have a nice uh, evening over there in uh, Italy. And uh, we're excited and uh, excited for what we're about ready to go. And we'll continue the story and we'll be praying with you with this story. So God bless you, Kathy. We'll see you tomorrow for uh, End Times Friday and then we'll continue. That's great. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Have a great afternoon. All right. See you soon. Thanks, guys. Bye yep. now. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.